Topic 16. The Expression of Possession. Point 1. Introduction. We can define possession as the grammatical concept of one entity belonging to another. According to Quirk, case is a grammatical category that can express a number of different relationships between nominal elements. English nouns have a two-case system, the unmarked common case, for example, boy, and the marked genitive case, boys, which is sometimes called the possessive case. Six pronouns have in addition an objective case, thus presenting a three-case system where common case is replaced by subjective and objective case, he, him. The central, but far from being the only use of the genitive, is to express possession. The construction is indeed sometimes called the possessive case, and the traditional name of the pronouns with genitive function is possessive pronouns. Point 2. Different ways of expressing possession. By the genitive or possessive case of nouns marked in writing by the possessive apostrophe, for example, John's car. By the of construction, for example, the leaf of the table. By possessive adjectives and pronouns that function as determiners, as in my house, or this is hers. By verbs, such as have, belong to, own, etc. By means of other prepositions, as in the bell on my bicycle. By whose, the interrogative and relative pronoun, whose book is this? And by noun modifiers, crime prevention, Spanish accent, ice cube. Point 3. The S and OF genitives. It is reasonable to regard the genitive as having two forms. The inflected genitive, that is the S genitive, indicated in writing by the apostrophe plus S suffix or apostrophe only, after the modifying noun. So the structure would be modifying noun phrase plus apostrophe S plus head noun phrase, for example, the children's toys, or somebody's fault. And the periphrastic genitive, that is the OF genitive, consisting of the modifying noun phrase in a prepositional phrase after the head noun phrase. For example, the toys of the children or the temperature of the body. We speak here of noun phrases rather than of nouns since both the modifier and the head may have modification. For example, the naughty children's beautiful toys or the beautiful toys of the naughty children. Then we have the group genitive, where the inflection is added to the last word instead of the head. For example, the director's book, or the director of the museum's book. The S genitive must clearly be included in the discussion of case. However, it's not obvious that the OF phrase should be included here, since the OF genitive is not an inflection but a structure of post-modification. So pre-modification would be the administration's policy, while post-modification can be the policy of the administration, the policy that the administration has adopted, the policy adopted by the administration is mistaken. It seems, however, useful to highlight the functional similarity of the S-form and the off-phrase by calling them both genitives. Off has become conventionalized as the chief position of the periphrastic genitive, which accounts for the same off-genitive. Other prepositions can be used in a similar function, for example, the ambassador's secretary could be the secretary of the ambassador or the secretary to the ambassador. Point number four, 
the form of the S genitive. The S genitive has different realizations in the two media. In writing, there are two forms, one with apostrophe plus S, boys, and the other with apostrophe only, boys. In speech, there are four forms. Is, Z, S, and zero. Let's start with the written form. The genitive of a noun is formed as follows. For singular nouns, initials, and plural nouns, which do not end in S, by adding apostrophe plus S, for example, boy's hair, people's choice. Singular names ended in S usually have possessive forms in apostrophe plus S, especially in British English, though the apostrophe is only is not rare, for example, Charles's wife, Dennis's job. With classical names of more than one syllable and ended in S, we only use an apostrophe, though apostrophe plus S is not rare. For example, Socrates' idealism. For plural nouns ended in S by adding apostrophe only, for example, the farmer's meeting. With compound or names consisting of several words, the last word takes the S. My brother's-in-law's guitar, or the Prince of Wales's helicopter. Let's see now the spoken form. Since the genitive inflection has the same speech form as the regular plural, it's necessary to make a distinction between those modifying nouns that have the S plural and those that do not. Regular S plurals have the zero genitive, written with apostrophe only, dogs, cats, horses. Other nouns regularly take is if they end in sibilants, horses. Z if they end in other voice sound, dogs and s if they end in other voiceless sounds, cats. Plural nouns ending in s. They add apostrophe only, and there is no phonetic addition. The boy's house, my friend's jewels, the soldier's house. The genitive plural of those words, which may be confused with their genitive singular forms, is seldom used. We prefer the horses of the soldiers, the jewels of my friends, or the house of the boy. The zero form is also used with other than plural nouns, with Greek names of more than one syllable, for example, Socrates' wife, or Euripides' place. In many other names ended in the voice sibilant z, where in speech zero is a less common variant of the regular is genitive, there is vacillation, to say the least, both in the pronunciation and spelling of these names, as well as inconsistencies between the two media. The normal pronunciation appears to be is form, but the normal spelling with apostrophe only. Dickens Dickens's novels. Names ending in other sibilants than z have the regular is genitive, Ross's theories. In fixed expressions with for sake, the zero inflection is used for euphony, for goodness sake. It will be seen that the rules for the pronunciation of the genitive s suffix, as is, z, and s, are identical with the rules for the pronunciation of the s suffix in the plural of nouns and in the third-person singular present of verbs. The effect of this syncretism is that, for example, boys can correspond to any of the following three written forms. Boys, b-o-y-s, that is a plural number common case. Boys with the apostrophe s, that is the singular number or genitive case, 
and boys with the apostrophe only. There's the plural number, genitive case. Point five, the meaning of the genitive. The number of possible relations between the genitive and its head word, regarded from the point of view of meaning, is practically unlimited. A. Possessive genitive. That is the main value. If the head word denotes an object and the genitive denotes a possessor, my uncle's car, my uncle has a car. B. Subjective genitive. If the head word denotes an action and the genitive denotes the agent, the boy's application, the boy applied. C. The objective genitive. If the genitive denotes the object or receiver of the action, it is not very usual in ordinary English, which preferred the murderers of Caesar to Caesar's murderers. D. Genitive of origin. England's cheeses. The cheeses that are typical from England. E. Descriptive genitive. Woman's college. A college for woman. F. Genitive of attribute. The victim's outstanding courage. G. Partitive genitive. The heart's two ventricles. H. Measure of time or value, etc. Ten days absence. Point six. Choice of the S genitive. Selection of the S genitive can best be described in relation to the gender classes represented by the noun which takes the S suffix. Generally speaking, the S genitive is favoured by the classes that are highest on the gender scale. For example, animate nouns, in particular persons and animals with personal gender characteristic. Although we can say either the youngest children's toys or the toys of the youngest children, the two forms of the genitive are not normally in free variation. We cannot say, for example, the roof's cost or the hat of John. The main factor governing the choice of the one or the other genitive form is the animate, or rather personal quality, of the modifying noun. Nouns denoting persons, whether proper names, John's car, or ordinary count nouns, the student's car, can always take the inflected genitive. It can also be used with animals. The rule of thumb here is that the higher animals are more likely to have the S genitive than the lower animals. So, we would prefer to say the wings of the moth instead of the moth's wings, but we would prefer say the dog's life instead of the life of the dog. The following four animate noun classes normally take the S genitive, but the off genitive is also possible in most cases. A. Personal names. George Washington's statue, for example. B. Personal nouns. The boy's new shirt. C. Collective nouns. The administration's policy. D. Higher animals. The horse's back. But it is usually used in the following cases. E. Geographical names, such as continents, Europe's future, countries, China's development, states, Minnesota's immigrants, cities or towns, Hollywood studios, and universities, Harvard linguistic department. F. Locative nouns denote regions, heavenly bodies, institutions, etc. They can be very similar to geographical names and are often written with initial capital letter. The church mission. G. Temporal nouns, for example, a day's work or this year's sales. H. Nouns of special interest to human activity. The brain's total solid weight or the game's history. So far, the S-genitive constructions have been identified by reference to certain classes of the modifying noun, 
personal, collective, higher animals, geographical, locative, temporal, nouns of special interest to human activity, etc. There are some constructions with the inflected genitive which can be best described in terms of specific lexical noun heads. This include the following. Edge, the water's edge. End, at this journey's end. Surface, the water's surface. Forsake, for God's sake. Length, at arm's length. Reach, within arm's reach. Throw, at a stone throw. Worth, their money's worth. 6.1. Choice of the off-genitive. The off-genitive is chiefly used with nouns that belong to the bottom part of the gender scale. For example, with nouns denoting lower animals and with inanimate nouns. Inanimate nouns regularly take the off-genitive, but as we have noted, a great many occur with the S-genitive. This is the case with, for example, geographical names, China's history, locative nouns, the city's traffic problem, and temporal nouns, this week's events. In addition, there are numerous other inanimate nouns which can often take the S genitive. They may be characterized as being of special interest to human activity, denoting parts of the body, brain, mind, etc., cultural activities, orchestra, play, means of transport, ship, radio, etc., and so forth. What we have said does not mean, however, that such inanimate nouns cannot be constructed with the off-genitive. The following nouns, for example, will equally well admit both genitive. The car's engine, the engine of the car. Or, the book's title, the title of the book. The S-genitive is hardly acceptable in the following phrases. The wheel's hub. It's better to say the hub of the wheel. Or the house's windows. Better to say the windows of the house. There is considerable overlap in the uses of the two genitives, although either may be possible in a given context. One of them is, however, generally preferred by native speakers for reasons of euphony, rhythm, emphasis, or implied relationship between the nouns. The use of the S-genitive is very common in headlines, where brevity is essential. Furthermore, the S-genitive gives prominence to the modifying noun. Compare Hollywood Studios Empty with the Studios of Hollywood Empty. The first makes a better headline, since it is not only shorter, but also gives prominence to Hollywood. Similarly, of the following two genitives, the second has more natural balance than the first. Point 7. Functions of the genitive. We can find the genitive function in, in two different ways. 1. When the genitive precedes a headword to which it is grammatically subordinated. Attributed genitive, it is my mother's hat. And 2. In a construction in which the headword is not expressed, though it may be explicit or implicit in the context. In this function, it is called the independent genitive. My car is faster than John's. 1. Combinations of a headword plus an attributive genitive fall into two groups. Specifying genitive and classifying genitive. In the specifying genitive, if the noun in the genitive refers to a particular or specific person or thing, for example, my doctor's car. In the classifying genitive, when the noun in the genitive denotes the class or kind to which the person or thing denoted by the headword belongs, sheep's eyes, or a giant's task. 2. The independent genitive includes the semi-independent or elliptic genitive, the local genitive, and the double or post genitive. Point number 8. The elliptic genitive and the local genitive. In this construction, the head is not expressed, but it's explicit or implicit in the context. My bicycle is better than John's. 
my car is faster than John's. It occurs in the following cases. To avoid repetitions. John's voice is good, but Peter's is better. Instead of saying, John's voice is good, but Peter's voice is better. In the local genitive, restricted to certain institutionalized expressions where no head needs to be mentioned, it is used in the following three cases. For normal residents, my aunts, the Johnsons. For institutions such as public buildings, St. Paul's Cathedral or St. James's, referring to the palace. And for a places such as shops, firms, etc., where business is conducted, the butchers, the chemists. In modern English, they are used without apostrophe S. The doctor, the dentist, the hairdresser, the butcher. Point number nine, the double genitive. The double genitive consists of the combined inflected and periphrastic genitives, usually with a partitive meaning. Sanford calls it post-genitive. The head has to be missing. The post-modifier or post-genitive is limited to nouns denoting people and specifying individuals, a work of Milton's, one of Milton's works. Point number 10, the group genitive. This is the name of a construction where the s suffix is added to the last element of a noun phrase consisting of a post-modified or coordinated noun head. My son-in-law's bicycle. With coordinated noun phrases, a distinction is made between the coordinated genitive of, for example, John's and Mary's books, some are John's and some are Mary's, and the group genitive of, for example, John and Mary's books, all are jointly owned. Point 11. Possessive adjectives and pronouns. Like personal pronouns, possessive adjectives and pronouns show distinctions of person, first, second and third, of number, singular or plural, and in the third person singular of gender, masculine, feminine, neuter. 1. Possessive adjectives. My, your, his, her, etc. change according to the person, gender and number of the possessor. My pen, your pen, their pen, etc. They are used before nouns to denote that something belonged to a person. I broke my leg. Unlike many other languages, English uses possessives to refer to parts of the body and personal belongings. She has broken her leg. The definite article is however used instead of the possessive adjective in prepositional phrases with refer to the subject or object, mostly when we are talking about blows, pains and other things that happen to parts of people's bodies. I patted her on the shoulder. Or she's got a pain in the shoulder. 2. Possessive pronouns mine, yours, his, etc., are used to substitute a possessive adjective and, and a noun when the latter may be supplied from the context. For example, he put his arm through mine. They are also used in the same way as the postgenitive. The expression of mine, of yours, etc., are used as we cannot usually put a possessive before another determiner and a noun. And they mean one of my, one of yours, etc. So, for example, he's a friend of mine, he's one of my friends. Whose is used both as a determiner and as a pronoun. So an example of the use as a determiner would be whose bag is that? And as a pronoun, whose is that bag? Point number 12. Verbs denoting possession. Possess is the basic meaning of have. He has a black bird. As we all know, the negative and interrogative can be formed in two ways. I have not got, I do not have. Or have you got, do you have. 
Have is conjugated with do for habitual actions, as is, we do not usually have concerts in the city. When there is no idea of habit, we use have not got or have you got, especially in British English, whereas other English-speaking countries use do forms. Here also. Do forms can be used safely, though students of British English should practice the other forms. And got makes no difference to the sense when added, so it's entirely optional. However, got is not added in short answers or question tags. So we say, have you got a pen? Yes, I have. Other verbs denoting possession are own, belong, possess. Their nouns also express possession. Belongings, owner, possessions. Point number 13. Other ways of expressing possession. 1. Noun modifiers. We can use noun modifiers to indicate a wide range of relationships between two nouns or between adjectives and nouns. One of those relationships can be a possessive one. The following are the more common cases. When we refer to a part of a thing, and that part is a type of thing, for example, kitchen floor or a car door. When we refer to a type of action or per person that affects people or things of a particular kind, for example, stuff training or crime prevention. When we use an adjective as a modifier to indicate a place or where a particular person or thing comes from or is associated with, for example, a strong Spanish accent. When we want to indicate what type of thing or person it is suitable for or connected with, for example, a milk bottle or chest wounds. When we refer to a full container and its content, we generally use the off construction, but occasionally a noun modifier can be used. For example, an ice cube. When we talk about something that lasts one week, one month, etc., we can use a noun modifier with one, week long, or year long, emphasizing the length of the time, for example, a one-year contract, or year-long experiment. If we're talking about an amount, we use S, for example, a month's salary. Two, other prepositions. We can use other prepositions different from off to express possession. These prepositions are used after the main noun. On, the bell on my bicycle. From, the climbers from Switzerland. With, the boy with the Australian accent. In, the best goalkeeper in Spain, by short stories by Poe. Point number 14. Conclusion. The expression of possession is considered to be the central element in communicative competence and the acquisition of a second language. Students must have a good knowledge of the different ways to express possession, according to the blocks of contents. Some of the problems our students may face are the different Saxon genitive construction and the choice between of or the inflected genitive because Spanish has no equivalent construction to the Saxon genitive. The position of the possessor and possessed or the apostrophe can also be confused. We should anticipate to this kind of problems and give them the keys to overcome them. However, most of our students find grammar difficult, discouraging and boring, so we should try to change this by presenting them interactive and challenging and funny tasks according to their level and motivation. We can use different materials such as books, websites and apps.